Enough is enough. Hey guys, welcome back to the Indie Wrestling Corner with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies. And today we're getting hyped. We're getting hyped. Woo. My good friend, Mark Cray. Martin, what is going on? It's going on. That is for sure. How are you, Tiff? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. We can do a little chatting. So I love it. I love it. So, guys, if you're new here to the Under Rope series here, I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees, behind the scenes, anything independent wrestling. I got you covered. Make sure you like, hit that subscribe button, turn that bell on, share it, you know, so we get some people into the chat. Uh, I'm sure if you hit guys the thumbs up. hit it all hit up. Hit the thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, make sure, uh, you know, if you guys got any questions, I'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. So we're going to we're going to get this party started. All right. So we're going to learn a little bit about you in the beginning. I know you clearly, but some of the fan base may or may not know you. I already see Captain Dave in the chat. What's going on? Um, Dave. <laughs> there we go. Dave. Hey, Cody. Hey, John. What's going on? I love all you guys. You guys are boss. All right. So we're going to start this off. I usually like to ask about like how you got into professional wrestling, which we'll get into. But I really want to talk mostly and start this conversation off for people that don't know that you've trained with Evil Uno, which is crazy. Yes. Hashtag join the dark order. That is my <laughs> that is my cheap plug that I have to put in as part of my uh, my contract with the keep. Uh, yeah. So uh, I originally started uh, my training out in, in Montreal, which is about uh, two hours from where I live in Ottawa. Um, and I was doing that. So I would drive multiple times a week, two hours of training, and then two hours back. And then um, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, they uh, they opened up a school. And I was like, thank God, I don't have to drive two hours or a <laughs> total of four hours anymore. Um, and, um, you know, uh, Uno and Stu, they are amazing. Like, they, they know their stuff. They've been in the business for 15, probably closer to 20 years now. Uh, obviously, they are making waves and killing it in, in AEW. And I'm so proud of them that they, after all these years, after getting banned from the States, that they have... We're able to continue and grow their success in a major company. Um, they they're really they really know their stuff. Like they, I would not be where I am without Uno and Stu. So they are they are my two dads. They're my wrestle dads. 
Stu, Stu, Stu is weekend dad because, you know, Stu's just like, I just do crazy shit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Could you give us, like, an idea of, like, a typical training sesh with them? What it would be like? Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. Oh, God. <laughs> I hit a nerve. Um, so, so, sorry, that just a memory occurred. Because uh, recently... Um, because right now, right now we're in the in the process of training uh, a new group of students. So um, some of the workers, like they'll we'll we'll come early. We'll we'll kind of help, and we'll be um, I guess guinea pigs, dummies, for like to show strikes. And one of the most recent training sessions, um, they uh, we did a, a strong style class, and um, oh my god, if. <sighs> Uno hits hard, man. <laughs> like, those, the chops, the, the worst was, like, the clubs to the back. Like, you might think, like, as wrestlers, like, a club to the back is, like, a hokey thing. It is not. It is painful. It is so painful when it's coming from Uno. Like, I literally, I stopped. I was like, my, I had to stop. I was like, my back was completely red. Oh, it man. was, uh, it was, it was brutal. But it was worth it. It toughened me up. And uh, that's why I I consider myself a strong striker thanks to him. Um, but anyway, so uh, a typical like a, a typical training session where they're not killing us. Um, like we start off with like we start off with a good stretch, you know, getting warmed up, um, you know, making sure that we're limber, we're not gonna get hurt. Uh, then you know we go through the rolls, go through the bumps. Um, you know, they uh, recently they focus a lot more on on cardio now. So like you know we'll run the ropes. We'll do, you know, we'll bump on the run or we'll roll, flip bump, whatever. Kind of just get the body going and then we'll kind of move into the more technical side and the nitty gritty. So, you know, lock up, going into different holes and transitions. And then we'll go into, that kind of will be like encompass our whole warm up, you know, just like, because those are the type of things that, you know, running the ropes, bumping, rolls, uh, chain wrestling, like those are the things that you kind of need to know in the back of your hand. Um, that you're just gonna whip out, like you're gonna whip that out in in every match. Um, it's not gonna be called. It's just gonna be like on the fly. So it's good to you know get that repetition in and make sure that it's just ingrained in your in your brain and you just have that muscle memory. And then you know for right now it's like the new students. Uh, so we'll get into whatever's on the topic. So whether it's suplexes or strikes or whatever they're learning that week. Um, but then after after the class, you know, we have a few hours to like for the workers like to work on stuff, um, and this is where like they've played a, a big part in this because obviously, you know, before they were player Uno and player DOS, so you know, character wrestling is something that they're very very familiar with, uh, which is great because you know, me as a as a dancing character, you know, it's good to know like what fits and what doesn't, and so I'll give them an idea and I'll, I'll we'll we'll kind of work through the move and they said. Uh, you know what, I don't think this works, maybe you should do this instead. Or, you know, it's like, oh, I saw this move, I think it would really fit you, or that type of thing. So, like, they really they really focus in on helping elevate your character and knowing what works. And, like, that's been super helpful throughout my career. And also, not only, like, at first I was kind of more of a character, like, more of a character wrestling, where I did a lot more of the comedy stuff. I really just highlighted my dancing overall. Um, and, but then when I wanted to, wanted to kind of transition into more serious wrestling and, you know, kind of showcase my athletic ability and my wrestling ability, they helped me, they really helped me tailor 
you know that so like, I can keep the integrity of the dancing character but also showcase what I can do as a wrestler wow crazy that's funny because like as a fan I don't think really like a lot of people realize like what goes into um training um and and you're not really going to know all that stuff again like I know a little I'm a little fortunate enough to see a little behind the scenes of but you guys bust your ass like I'm lucky I could make it to the door You know what? That's half. That's half the battle. Yes. The other half of the battle is sitting through four hours of wrestling. <laughs> Hopefully, it's good wrestling, pretty much, exactly. right? <laughs> What's up, April? What's up, David? In the chat, hi, chat. I see all you guys. Thanks for coming in, hanging out with us. Um, so I want to talk about also. It was like one of your homes, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know I'm going to say this wrong. So it's the Luth 07. Did I say that correct? Like, uh, the, the correct. <laughs> The correct yeah. pronunciation yeah. is Lut Zero Set. There we go, because uh, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You you know what? Like I tried. You can you can butcher it. I butcher it. My French <laughs> my French is not that great, but you know, I, I, I get by. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh, uh Lut Zero Set is um it's a promotion based out in, in Gatno, which is the, the home of um, the keep. Uh, it's about you know, it's it's in Quebec, so it's in a different province. But I live like pretty much on the border, so mm-hmm. I I always kind of encompass that whole area as Ottawa, and I get a lot of hate for it, and I'm gonna continue absorbing that hate. Um, I don't care. Um, but yeah, so uh, Lose Zero Sets was a is a promotion that's that's run by by Evil Uno, and the um, and the town of of uh, of Gatineau, Almer, like that area, and. Uh, it's it's great because that's kind of where um, that's helped me. It's helped a lot of the guys who are at the keep training uh, really get their reps in. Is is those shows? Because uh, we also along with before Lude Zero Seth came around, we also had a, a promotion called Mystery Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Mystery Wrestling was um, don't was student shows uh, again like an opportunity for for us to get our reps in for the new guys to work. You know some of the vets. Uh, I've been very fortunate that in my first mystery wrestling show and in my third match ever, I got to wrestle Josh Alexander mm-hmm. for the C4 title, which was which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into later. Yeah. Um, so like that uh, that and loser side is kind of where like I was given the opportunity to build myself up, showcase what I can do, and um, I have to I have Evil Uno to to thank for that. That's so awesome! That's so awesome. Um, so let's let's go into the nickname. All right, let's talk the hot stepper because, like, I love to you know I love for you to explain like how did the name come up? Like, tell us a little bit. Who gave it to you? Uh, uh, it was a, a combination of me, myself, and I <laughs> uh, giving the name the hot stepper. Um, I love I love telling the story because it is so absurd. Um, so this kind of also kind of encompasses how I started my indie career. Uh, so I was about two months into training um, and, you know, with a lot of gaps because it was when I just started, you know, doing the to and from to Montreal. Um, but within that two-month period, uh, I had a, I was working on a movie because uh, I was, that used to be my, uh, my work, my, sh- my work job, my shoot job. I uh, was working in the film industry uh, and then I got sick. So like there was a, like a five week period in that two months where 
I didn't train at all. So uh, my reintroduction to to wrestling, like to training, was uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Shout out to Speedball, uh, who just killed it on Impact Wrestling. Um, again, another guy along with Uno and Stu is a guy who I consider one of my mentors and one of the people that has helped me get to where I am today. Um, he was doing a three-day seminar at um, the school that I started with, IWS in Montreal, and uh, the results of the dojo or the the seminar was that um, students who impressed Bailey would be given uh, a dark match on that weekend show, and I was selected wow. despite having like five training sessions, so still very new. But I think what helped me stand out was my athletic ability from my dance background. I've been dancing since I was like in a in a not competitive setting, but like in an organized setting uh, since I was two years old. So I have a very long experience in dance, um, and that's helped me. Despite being you know six foot two, two hundred thirty pounds, I can move really well because I know how my body works. I, I have the mechanics uh, just from like having that dance background my entire life. Um, so anyway, uh, going back to the hot stepper nickname. Uh, so it's, this is, this is, I found out about this less than 24 hours before I debuted. So I was, I literally, I was at a C4 show, which Bailey was at. I came out of the bathroom and he approached me and he goes, Hey, so like, do you have gear? And I said, um, no, but I can borrow some. Uh, and he said, okay, can you do a dive? And I'm like, to dive to the outside of the rings like yeah and like and like in my brain in my dumb brain i'm like why is he asking me all these questions i have no idea and he goes okay because you're wrestling tomorrow and the way i described this moment was like shock shock awe like the world stopped my heart stopped beating like everything went frozen for for like a full five second period and then kind of when like i you know regain consciousness we'll say um, I just see my friend um, Cecil Nix, who is a, a big wrestler in, uh, in the Ottawa area, uh, just laughing his ass off, laughing so fucking hard because he had never seen so much anxiety exude off a person in a single moment. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, so cause I was like, I literally was just like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm wrestling more. Like, what, what, I'm wrestling more. What the heck? Like, I've. I, I like have a handful of trains. Like I'm, I'm like, all these things are going through my brain. Um, it was actually Cecil Nix that let me borrow a pair of his tights. Uh, so thank you, Cecil. I really appreciate that. Uh, anyway, nickname. Finally, we've we've made it. We've made it here. <laughs> this is where the nickname comes in. So I'm driving to the show. It's in Montreal, so it's about a two and a half hour or two to two and a half hour drive. And I get a text from the guy who. Um, does uh, the audiovisual production uh, for the promotion, and he goes, "Hey, so what's your wrestling name and entrance music?" And this thought was like so far away for me. Like I had not even like I, I mean, obviously growing up as a fan, like you have ideas, but like I had not set a single thing in stone. And I was like, "Oh shit, I I gotta think that up." So I kind of was just like, "You know what, McCray Martin, that's my real name. It's a dope name." I don't care what anyone says. That's going to be my name. And then, you know, thinking of a moniker, I, I was like, you know what? I know I wanted, I wanted to avoid the dancing character, which I'll get into in a minute. But, um, you know, you know what? Like, people are going to remember this. Like, this is going to be my thing. It's going to stick. 
obviously I didn't know how indie wrestling works and how indie fans have like the memory of a goldfish. Um, <laughs> And so uh, I was like, okay, so I'm driving and I'm Googling uh, like dancer names. It's like, okay, dancer names. Like what's cool, cool moniker. And then it just gives me a bunch of stripper names. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> not going to do that. <laughs> not going to do that. So then I type in dance crew names. Like I might have better luck. And yeah. then literally right at the bottom of the list um, was a name called, the, was a group called the Hot Steppers. And I was like, the Hot Stepper McCray Martin. Okay. I like I like the sound of that. I, I like how that goes. And uh, I was like, okay, I got that. Now I need entrance music. And then, um, funny enough, I actually, like a week ago or two weeks ago, like a two, before that day, I had actually done, I taught uh, a choreo, like a dance class, to the song, Here Comes the Hot Stepper. And so then it just clicked in my brain. It's like, oh, wait, Here Comes the Hot Stepper. That's, that's literally perfect. I didn't realize it was also Public Enemies theme song because like I started watching wrestling in 2011, but I was like, oh great, here comes the last Um and so that's kind of how that all came to be. Wow. Uh, for for the Hot Stepper nickname. Well, thank God you had to pick a stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going to be a stripper wrestler, which I've had those shares where the wrestlers throw their clothes at me. That's fun. Uh, especially when they're hot as fuck. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I will gladly take all the clothes. Uh, I threw a dollar at, well, I was going to throw a dollar at Stan Styles when he started stripping in front of me too. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. thank you guys. But uh, yeah, you know, gotta have fun in wrestling, right? Gotta have exactly. Fun. That's the thing, Lee. You gotta have fun. That's that's yeah. that's the most important thing. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of why, actually, that's why I, I stuck with the uh, the dancing character. Because, you know, I mean, for me, what attracted, what attracted me to wrestling originally was was the competition aspect of it. Like, I, I didn't really get into the character stuff as much. I really enjoyed, like, the long, drawn-out matches, like, the back-and-forth physicality of it. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of why I wanted to avoid the dancing character, because I felt like I was going to get pigeonholed into a certain role. Um, but then, you know, after, like, in my first in my first match, I came up with, like, six ideas just immediately of like dance moves that I do on a regular basis that I can corporate, I can incorporate into wrestling. And I was like, and I, I had so much fun. Like the crowd was super into it. Um, I, and I had a great time just after, after that one match, it's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to stick with this. And, you know, as a, opposed to, as opposed to like other dancing characters in wrestling, I'm an actual dancer. Like I right. actually am trained. And so I can showcase that dancer with some of the best athletes and some of the strongest athletes in the world. So I can still, like, you know, have fun with the crowd, be silly, show my dancing abilities, but showcase why my dancing abilities make me uh, a really strong athlete. No, that's awesome. It's, it's really cool to see how people incorporate them themselves into the character that they portray in the ring which is which is mm-hmm. awesome so even people like me like you know i i appreciate all that and i know i take notice of those things as well um i i saw there was a couple of things in the chat but let me get one more question and then i'll start pulling some questions from the chat um so for a fan who's watching this podcast never seen you before what in your opinion is the go-to match that they should check out to become your fan after this podcast obviously <laughs> oh ooh, that's a good that's a good question um i think if you want to see 
what I can do as a character and and like and really showcase like you know the dancing side and like the sillier side of of McCray Martin. I would say if you go to IWTV, uh, it's the first C4 Underground show where I wrestled Puff. Uh, that's definitely one where uh, you know. We we kept joking like you're gonna see this is re- you're gonna hear this is wrestling chance we're gonna have a 45 minute chain wrestling match and obviously we did not have that um, but that was like that was a fun one like that one um, was memorable to me just because like I had a great time with Puff and yeah. I, I love Puff he's great he's great uh, if you really want to see my abilities as a wrestler I would say actually my most recent C4 match. That was live on IWTV. It was me against James Stone. Um, that one where, like, that was a match where I really felt like I had something to prove, mm-hmm. and I I was given the platform and opportunity to showcase, you know, what I can do. It's like I I know I know what I'm capable of. I know what my potential is, and you know, like uh, Mark, who's the promoter of C4, uh, he really like he laid the red carpet out for me. Like he gave us the Intermit- like the the first half closer, which I think is the second best spot to be in on the show. He gave us 12 to 15 minutes. I'm going up against James Stone, who's you know been in the business for for 20 years and even still feels like he has something to prove and is really honing on his abilities. Him and I just we beat the living shit out of each other, it, and it was it was great. Where like we literally just th- balls to the wall, like everything. And our arsenal, and I really felt like that match. I think to me that's my favorite match I've had so far, just because I really felt like everything clicked, um, and I really felt like this is this I'm meant to be here. Like this is the spot I'm, I'm meant to be in, and I think this proved it. That's so awesome. That's so so awesome. Um, where's that question in the chat? Johnny wants to know who was your biggest rival in 2021. Ooh, biggest rival. Um, that's a good question, actually. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I'd have to say uh, one of my... He's actually one of my best friends. Uh, his name, his wrestling name is Thomas LeDuc. Um, so him, like him and I, we started together. As me, I say me, another guy, Junior Benito, um, Alexander Cable, Dark Horse, Dexter Doom, like... Those are like these are like the five like Ottawa guys who are like are up and coming, um, and so like we all have like a, like a little niche group. Um, but when it comes to Leduc and I, our only goal, our only goal on our match, is to kill each other. That is the only goal. Like I and it's it's literally like I, I wouldn't call it hard hitting. I would literally just call it a disregard of our own safety. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think, and and you know, for for uh, for us in Canada, our 2021 wrestling period was heavily uh, condensed. You know, we had about four or five months. Um, I was very fortunate. I think I got to wrestle 21 times throughout that that period. Uh, Leduc was someone I wrestled the most. I think in that in that time, um, and oh man, like nothing. Ch- I think. You know, he uh, he gave me a, a bruised jaw. Uh, I may have clocked him in the head a bit hard. Uh, so there was, <laughs> there oh, was God. Just, you know, we're like, hey, you know, let's uh, let's go back to the old days. You know, when uh, you know now that uh, the wrestling's coming back, you know, let's uh, let's go back to it. You know, 
I love it. I feel like, you know, because of the fact that when you are friends and I hear these stories all the time on the podcast, like when they bring up people, they're like, OK, well, we're like best friends. So we're, we're going to go balls deep. We're going to we're going to have this great match with each other, you know. So, you know, exactly. those are some of your best yeah, matches. And, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that, and that's the thing is. And, you know, that's that's how I feel with with um, I mean, I, I I know for a fact that I, I'm, you know, I'm snug, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I, I hit hard. You know, I, I think. Like I, I mentioned before that um, like Uno and Stu did, like did a strong style class, right. and you know in my third match ever I wrestled like I said before wrestled Josh Alexander. I'm gonna keep saying that because I still don't believe it to this day, um, and I have video proof of it. Um, <laughs> you know like I, I've been put in situations where like you know these guys are gonna hit hard and they're gonna expect me to hit hard back, and so it's kind of like the the mentality I've carried. And, you know, when you're in there with people that you're comfortable with, like, that's, and, like, you know, you like, you know what, we want to make this a good fight, let's make it a good fight, and so we'll go out there and, you know, just, just hit each other, just hit each other. Yeah. Just, how do you make a fake fight look real? You, you, how do you, you hit each other for real? How do you make it look like you're hitting them really hard? You hit yeah. them really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, so... Brent, Brent and I, uh, Leduc and I will always, will always uh, do that to each other. Same with like the James Stone match I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Another guy who is a, who's been a mentor of mine, and we just hit each other hard. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, with Kobe Durst. I've heard uh, of him. Yeah. He's a big name in uh, in in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's finally allowed to go back into the states soon, which is great for him. Um, I'm like we had met and like we've been on shows, but we wrestled we had only wrestled once and it was last December like last month um never wrestled each other before and we literally just knew immediately like okay we could hit each other hard and so it was that was great (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) all right so let's talk about this because we talked a little bit about this off air and it's it's hysterical obviously nfw you made your debut, which was great. We met backstage. Uh, you guys can mm-hmm. check out that backstage Indie Talks episode if you didn't see it. Definitely go check out NFW on YouTube. You're to watch all these shows, um, which is great. And Bridget said to you, Tiffany's the one that you want, you know, being your friend pretty much. Uh, and nice. then he, here nice. we are. <laughs> and here we are. We're doing a podcast now. Um, exactly. All right. So let's backtrack. Uh, if you guys had watched my interview with TJ Epics, uh, and you guys know Dylan McKay is one of my favorite boys. He is my first H2O boy. Uh, that I dearly love as a wrestler. And I am all about the shooting star press. And I'm all about the bridges on the toes. So, obviously, anybody that listens to this knows this about me. I'm obsessed uh, with those two things. Uh, And Cody had told me, too, he was like, that I was going to love you absolutely as well um and bridget told me that your chops are pretty scary um so (laughs) let's talk a little bit about this three-way dance that like happened (laughs) oh man first off uh i think i think you mentioned that cody's in the chat yeah Uh, shout out to you cody uh Love you, man. You've done so much for me. I'm always grateful, always appreciative. Uh, I've known Cody for uh, for a couple of years now. I think we, we met um, at a Smash show in Toronto in uh, in 2019, and we kind of just hit it off. And then, you know, I didn't realize he was from the States until I think 
we met up again at a C4 show, and then mm -hmm. we kind of talked more. Um, and he said that he liked my stuff, and um, you know, he was gonna try and get me out here. I went with him to an ESW show in 2019. Um, literally just drove six hours, helped put up the ring, helped take it down. Um, I got to reunite with you know, like the buff. Like I knew the Buffalo Brothers at that point really well, so I got to interact with them. Um, Natural Nick Sullivan. Uh, another guy who's come up to Ottawa, Anthony Gaines, like all those guys, like I I love with all my heart. They have been so they're they're wonderful people. They're just wonderful people. Um, and so when Cody invited me to NFW, like I immediately was like, yes, hundred percent. I will smuggle myself across the border to do that. Um, yeah, like that that was a the the cool thing about that locker room uh, was. There was a lot of young talent. Yeah. And, and and not to say that there's not a lot of young talent here in, in, in Ontario and Quebec and everything, but typically I'm on, like, the, the younger scale of people. I'm 23, um, and so, like, I'm on the younger scale of people. But then, like, I see, you know, Dylan McKay, who mm -hmm. I think he's 20. I see Marcus Mathers, who's, a young, who's 18. young. Um, <laughs> Youngin. Sorry? Well, Dylan's 22. Marcus is 18. Yeah, these kids oh, are young. Oh, jeez. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, oh, the uh, young, dumb, and broke. Mm -hmm. Like then, like I, it, was, it was really cool. I was like, wow, like there's a lot of young guys here. This is this is pretty cool. Um, it did feel weird that like in my match with 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 Dylan and TJ, I had the most experience. I was like, this feels weird, but okay, <laughs> let's let's do it. Um, and yeah, like that was, and again, like and the same thing, like a very inviting locker room, very like everyone was so great, everyone was so nice, like you know we we're all here for the same thing, you know we just want to wrestle, we want to have fun, um, and you know we just want to do crazy shit and uh, you know do shooting star presses and not hit them, <laughs> uh, just to pop, just to pop you. Yeah. <laughs> This match was uh, built for me, just so you guys know. Yeah. And they purposely <laughs> wanted to oversell the shooting stars and the toes and everything for me. Oh. Cody threw a towel at me in the beginning of the match because I was just going nuts. Because, yeah, like, I'm out of control when it comes to, like, matches. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with these things, but I am. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, people, like, people who complain about, you know, flippy shit wrestling and it's like... Oh, it's not real wrestling. It's just like acrobatics. It's like, well, if you look at the current landscape of wrestling, it's how it's evolved. Like that's the thing. Wrestling yeah. is constantly evolving. Right now, like, are we are we one day gonna see like lock up into a six thirty? Hopefully not. But you know, like, it's a part of wrestling now. And uh, you know, I'm very proud that I can do shooting star press because I'm fat. So oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. You know, um, again, like, met TJ for the first time, met Dylan for the first time. Um, and, you know, like, we, we clicked. I, I, I really felt like we clicked um, just on personality levels and, um, you know, playing the match and, like, going through everything. It's like, I, I, I felt from the start. It's like, you know what? Whatever happens, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. Like, that's that's exactly how I felt. I was just going to have fun. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was cool. It was for the... Uh, excite international title and i was this close to actually making it international but you know we'll we'll uh we'll save that for another time i think sean carr has the title now so sean carr 
I'm watching you, Damn. this Canadian boy, when he comes back. Mm. No, no. Well, I know TJ um, definitely wanted a rematch with you because I, b besides the fact that I got blamed that he got hurt at the end, and I was like, that's your own damn fault showing off the way that you fucking showed off. But, <laughs> uh, but we did talk after the show, and he was saying that he'd love to do a run back match with you. Oh, 100%. Like, likewise. Uh, I, again, TJ, I've, uh, since since that match, I've been following TJ's stuff. Uh, just watched his most recent, like him defending the title and yeah. unfortunately losing to Shankar. And I was like, man, this dude is crazy. Like mm -hmm. I, I, uh, and I, you know what? Like the thing that I respect about him most is like his hustle. Like, yeah. um, you know, we were just talking. He's like, yeah, I'm driving from here. Like I have the show tonight, then I'm driving to Ohio, then I'm driving back, and I gotta go to work and like doing all these things and. You know, driving again, like similar to how I started, you know, driving several hours to to train. Because uh, I think at the time, like the time we were talking, I think his train, like the school that he trained with, like his trainer, uh, it was shut down. Um, and so, like that's what I really admire, and like that's the thing that I admire most in when I see wrestlers, like no matter what age uh, or experience. I'm trying not to talk like I'm, you know, I'm not talking like I'm tenured in the business. I have like two, three years under my belt. But, you know, uh, someone told me a long time ago, is like, you can't teach effort. And I think that's what makes, that differentiates people who make it and who don't. And I think you can be really good, but, you know, if you're just going to expect everything to be handed to you, it's like, oh, I'm not going to drive, you know, five hours to a show, help set up a ring and tear it down to network and then drive five hours back. Like, that's if that's considered a waste of your time, then you're not going to get very far because I, I mean everyone before us has done it and you know uh to put it into perspective like um my old trainer um shane hawk uh, out in montreal he really put it into perspective for me is saying that you know back in the day they didn't have the internet they didn't have twitter they didn't have instagram they didn't have you know um clips that they could just post on right. online and then it go viral and then they get booked everywhere uh, no, they had to, you know, drive to these shows. Like they went from, in, like, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, 2.0, Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, like all those guys. They were driving from Montreal all the way to Philly for Chikara, and then driving back. Just and like, you know, that's and you know, they just did that. Right. That's they just went and did that. Um, and you know, I we everyone credits uh, Sexy Eddie. Uh, the the triple the Sex Express in because uh, in Tournament of Death, the very first one, yeah. uh, his arm was bleeding like he had cut an artery and he was about 15 minutes away from death and instead of going to a hospital he just sucked the blood back and goes ah and like super crazy and that really opened the doors for Canadians going into the for the U.S. Indies, um, but anyway so like we have it super easy is my is my point is that you know we have the luxury of like reaching out to promoters and saying like here here's a most recent match of mine uh here's uh my resume as opposed to like making a tape and then having to give it to them by hand or mailing it um you know we we are very fortunate to what we have and so you know that's the thing i admire with with people is just you know if you if you were willing to drive five hours to a show just to network and then you get booked on that show. I don't care if you're not athletic. I don't care if you know you're one match, two matches, three matches in. I, it, it doesn't bother me. The fact that you are putting in this amount of effort, you already have my respect. 
Yeah, it's uh, come a long way, wrestling in general. We talk about this even with, like, a lot of the vets, and I've talked about it with a lot of wrestlers that I know. We were to- we were just talking – me and Frankie Picard were talking about that, like, back then that, you know, you had to go to the shows and network that way. And it's, like mm-hmm. – again, like you said, like, we watch, like, IWTV, and, like, even me, like, I've been trying to learn how to, like, gift so I can gift stuff for everybody too. And even me going to shows mm-hmm. and the stuff that I put on the podcast and I try to put it up on Twitter for you guys to, like – show out and just like me giving you guys a platform to sit here and like talk and it's just interesting you know to like to hear your guys story um you know like i i can't thank you guys enough for everything that you do for us you know um I do for you oh i love it I so touchy feely <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so we we talk some names. I like to do that because you never know what happens on this podcast. So, you know, like you you said it yourself, wrestling's constantly changing. Changing, we're evolving. Uh, I always use that word on this podcast. Has there been anybody? And you said there's a lot of young talent. Has there been anybody that's caught your eye that you would like to work in the future? Oh man, I have a very very extensive list. Um, I think, um, so funny enough, um, I talked about kind of like my inner circle of, of up and comers in, in my area, uh, junior Benito, um, junior is literally, he's, he's just the best person ever along with, I, I think he's one of the best wrestlers that we have. He's 20 years old. Um, he, at, back in November, he wrestled Davey Richards in an insane match. That was absolutely great. Like, June, if anyone's going to make it out of the five of us, it's going to be Junior, 100%. Um, but he's also a super down-to-earth guy, super wonderful. I'm just hyping up Junior at this point. This is what this podcast is going to turn into. <laughs> um, I, could, I, could, you know, I could spend hours talking about how much I love Junior and how much of a great person he is. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is that he and I have never actually had an official singles match. Wow. And it's annoyed, and it's... Oh no, <laughs> he froze. <laughs> we lost the first second. All right, hang on, guys. Let's see if we get him back. If anything, I'll hang up. <laughs> the joy of content creating. All right, let's see. We're going to hang up. All right, let's see. Let's get him back here. <laughs> I love this frozen on him right now. <laughs> there we go. I got like knocked out. How are you guys doing into the chat? <laughs> we lost them. Uh, so while we try to get him back uh, this week, we got uh, tomorrow. I got Nick Wayne coming on Thursday. I got Goldie. Coming onto the podcast, uh, definitely make sure you're uh, following the Twitter Indie Wrestling Corner uh, so that you can see the times and everything like that. Uh, I'm excited for Nick Wayne tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Xander from Raised Lightning is coming on next week. Uh, Joey Silver is making a return at the end of the month. Ace Perry's coming on. I got a bunch of names coming on. I'm, work- I'm in the talks with Zane. Uh, we're going to nail date down finally. Um, yeah, so that's going on. Wow, what happened? All right, let's see. I think I think he's back on. Hold on a second. Get him on. Wow. 
Yeah, we're having some luck with some people lately, right? <laughs> the joy of being live. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. See, it's like because he was hyping somebody up. Uh, that's that's what happened. We'll give it a few more minutes and then we'll, uh, you know, worst case, you know, I'll just record offline if uh, if I can't get them back pretty much. Uh, what did you say, John? Hold on a second. Can you get sick, Nick Mondo? Talk about the early days. Of, I don't know. We'll see. Like, we'll see what, what happens. Right now, I have, like, a tight schedule with uh, people coming onto the podcast. Um, I have some panels coming up that I'm in the talks with. I'm trying to do something with Invictus. I got GCW panel coming up with Queen of Benny. Um, and Samster, he's coming on. <laughs> Mark Ray just he said, give me a second. I lost my internet. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> um, he'll be back. Okay, he's coming back. The joy of internet. I know how that Canadian internet is sometimes. <laughs> there we go. He is back. <laughs> well, hey, we're back. We're, oh my and we're back. <laughs> I was just saying, I know how the, the Canada internet is. <laughs> it oh does my that. Goodness. That was stressful. Don't okay. don't be stressed. We're, we're good. It was it, it knocked you off because you were praising too much. That's what happened. That's the thing. Okay, Junior, enough praise. Enough <laughs> praise for you. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter to my internet provider. <laughs> Damn it! I was doing this live podcast and you kicked me off. How dare you? I expect a credit. <laughs> you know, I expect a credit. I, I, you know, I, I expect uh, a written apology. Um, <laughs> this is disrespectful to the queen. The queen <laughs> of the Indian. Like, how? Like, no. How it's, dare not, it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we have fun around here. We do have fun. Anyway, so. Yes, Junior, great guy. He's single, ladies. Um, there you go. But, uh, yeah, so him and I haven't had an official one-on-one -on -one match. And I think, again, like I, uh, I don't know if this was recorded or if I lost the connection. Uh, but give us 10 to 15 minutes, and I think we'll create something really special. Cool. Um, however, along with that, uh, we're also a tag team. Uh, we go by the name Fresh Air. Uh, kind of incorporating the Fresh Prince of Bel Air with like kind of the 90s, 80s style, uh, and the fact that we can both high fly. That's how we got the name. Uh, I came up with the name and I kept begrudgingly refusing to change it, and then he finally accepted it. Um, I told him, if you can come up with a better name, do it. And he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as a tag team, I think, you know, um, off the top of my head, um, Top Flight. I think mm, wrestling yeah, them would so be good. would be really cool. Yeah. Um, you never know. It, yeah, never know. Uh, I think a lot of the a lot of the young guys actually that I shared the locker room with, like um, you know, there was, uh, oh man, I'm already forgetting all their names. <laughs> uh, but Marcus Mathers, uh, definitely, um, good old uh, psychonaut. Um, oh man, what's how did I forget his name? Oh my gosh, I just they gave him a shout out. To Maddie. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so bad with names. 
That uh, guy. <laughs> It'll come to you the minute we hit end on this podcast. We're gonna hit end. Okay. If you look at the NFW NFW show from November, all the guy, all the young guys on that show, <laughs> I would love to wrestle. So young David broke. Young David broke. Joey Marcus Silver. Matters. Joey Silver. Uh, ho- hold on, this is this is bothering me. Here. <laughs> hold on. Oh my, I feel so bad too. Oh my gosh. He's gonna like oh. come at you now. Oh my gosh! No, this is this is not okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I I I was like I was so prepared. I was like, oh man, I would love to wrestle this guy, this guy. And now I I the names okay okay, uh, okay. This is the issue now because like I have a bunch of new followers and I want to. <laughs> so now I actually have to scroll. Okay, we're around we're around the time. Around, oh, did he unfollow? He might have unfollowed me. Oh damn! Now or you don't he, want to or, wrestle them. Or did he? Did he follow me? Follow me to begin with? This is the question. Oh. Okay. Christian Robinson. Okay. Christian Robinson. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's embarrassing. Thank oh, you, man. Melissa. <laughs> oh. Okay. Thank, wait, was that someone in the chat who said that? Uh, Melissa, Melissa brought his name up. Melissa, you're a saint. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I literally just pulled it up. The psychedelic psychonaut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian Robinson. I was, yeah. Okay. All right. We're back. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hot Stepper here. Here on Indie Wrestling Corner. We're, yeah, it's been a, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Christian Robinson, I think, uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a cool dude. Uh, talking to him, but yeah, all of Jan Dom and broke. Yeah, those guys were awesome. Um, I think someone that wasn't there, Jordan Oliver. I think I'd have a lot of fun. I think we'd have a lot of fun in the ring. Um, but uh, honestly, like the list, the list goes on and on. Just because I think there's so many, so many new talents that are being discovered, um, and especially with like the surge of uh, like the rise of independent wrestling. And it just continues to grow. Like it's funny because I remember when the indie boom kind of started in like late 2016 into the into 2017. Mm-hmm. And I remember everybody saying like, "Oh, it's gonna dip. It's gonna dip. It's gonna dip." But like, I really feel like it hasn't dipped. I feel like it's just continued to grow. And maybe that's be- and maybe I, I see that because I'm centralized in the community. But overall, like, I think just independent wrestling just continued to grow. Like Game Changer is a huge. Yeah. Ex- Pun intended. Game yeah. changer has been a game changer. It really is. Wow. That, okay. That's why they're called that. Ah, makes sense. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, everything that they've doing and how they've expanded. Um, obviously, um, other major companies like Impact, um, AEW, obviously New Japan. Like all of them have kind of seen a surge in talent. Um, and you know, I think with all the latest releases, too, I think we're gonna see a continuation of that yeah. indie, the the indie boom just continue to grow and grow, and I don't think it's gonna slow down anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great, and it's great for like you guys. Like, I get really excited. Like, you know, it, it's bummer, you know, that people get released from WWE, uh, but it's also like a blessing because I feel like just the knowledge alone. Um, and I can't wait to have that conversation with Alex Zane when he returns back onto this podcast. Oh, yeah. Like, I just want to, like, pick his brain 
because there's so much I want to talk about on this podcast with him, but it benefits you guys too, because it's like, you know, here was these guys like Alex Zane in the Indies get signed. Can only imagine the training um, mm-hmm. that he got on top of being amazing that he always was. Now, now he's even better. Um, mm-hmm. And then to get into the ring with you guys and what you guys can benefit out of it too, which is, you know, so, so exciting. Um, oh, exactly. It's, yeah, it's like, such a great thing. Mm-hmm. And I sure like guys carry so much knowledge. Everything pro wrestling, Conrad. Shout out to you, love you. He goes. Indies are the heart and soul of wrestling. It is. It is. It so is. Like this is why I am the queen because I mm-hmm. get to adore all you guys, and then I get sad when you. Well, I mean, it's a good thing when you guys get sad, but I get sad because then I miss you guys in the indies, and then you guys are like you know too big for me. <laughs> Hey, if, if, hey, no one, no one's gonna, no one snubs the queen. That is not okay. I always joke with everybody that comes on this podcast. I'm like, don't you forget me when you become all big and famous. When I'm in the void. <laughs> I can't. You guys are a hot oh. mess. Um, yeah. Let's do some of these fan tweets because we got a whole bunch of fan tweets. Okay, the oh, first sweet. one is from Brandon Thomas. He goes, oh, what is your favorite wrestling road trip? I feel like there's a good story here. Okay, so Brandon is actually, so Thomas LaDuke, that's, okay. that's Brandon Thomas. Okay. Okay, so okay, I saw him post this question and it actually pissed me off because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to let you down. I'm going to let Aww. everybody down because... I talked to, like, to Uno and Stu and, like, you know, when they started on the Indies, like, especially when they went to the States, and their road trip stories of, like, oh, yeah, we were just driving, and, like, we had a lady for hire in the car uh, for whatever reason. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. And then, like, you know, this one guy was in the bathroom and, like, got a, a, a favor from a fan. And I was like, and I'm like, wow. I mean... Uh, the the only like the road trip stories like none of them are that exciting like it's <laughs> it's not and like I, I was like I saw him say this like the only thing I can think of and because like Brand uh, Brandon Junior and I like us three in particular like we've done the rounds together so many times like to Montreal to Toronto um, the one that sticks out though is like we did a trip to Quebec City or it was like Quebec City for 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 us is about five hours it's a five hour drive. We were going an hour past that, so it's about a six-hour drive there. Um, and you know we're excited. You know it's for uh, it's for a company called NSPW, uh, and, and uh, you know they're they're pretty big in, in Canada. And it, it was one of like their their fair shows, like their campground shows. Uh, it's like okay, it's a cool, it's a good opportunity to get looked by them. And you know we're all excited for our matches. I'm excited for my match because I'm wrestling. Um, he he used to wrestle under the name Travis Toxic, mm-hmm. and that goes by uh, Dars. Um, he's, uh, he's been in the game for about 12, I say 12, 13 ish years, maybe more. Um, he's an, he's an incredible athlete. Like if, if he, uh, he has a family, so like he, he prioritizes that, prioritizes that, but you, you put him in any promotion, any country, like he's, he's going to thrive. And so I was really excited for this match. Um, and funny enough, like when we get, we get the show, the NSPW champion is there and he's like, yeah, I want to wrestle. And he got added to our match. So it was like me wrestling for the NSPW with uh, his name was um, Marco Estrada and then wrestling Travis Toxic, two big guys in Canadian independent wrestling. And I'm wrestling them. Like, this is awesome. Um, 
Brandon and Junior. So Brandon wrestled the match. I can't remember the name of his opponent, but um, he uh, he got a little close with his punches, close enough to the point where, and several times where like Brandon could not open his jaw. Oh no! Like he was physically incapable of it because it was so banged up. Junior um, received a hesitation uh, a hesitation drop kick in the corner, and the guy landed right on his knee, and Junior could not walk. So. <laughs> they're like they they're all beat up they're I mean they're they're upset you know they're just, they they just did not have like the matches I think were the matches were good but obviously like you know there was a lot of you know um, liberties taken like right. I, don't, I don't I'm not saying that it was intentional like I just couldn't think of a better word than liberties at yeah. this time yeah um and so but then here I am like. Yeah, I just I just wrestled the NSPW champion. This is dope. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wrestled two of the best Canadian wrestlers. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And then, so we're, we're driving back. We're like we're driving back, and you know, Junior's like lying down in the back seat, like clutching his knee. Oh no. Brand, Brandon has like the stiffest face going on. <laughs> um, oh no. <laughs> so, and I was like, that was fun, guys. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's like I mean, it doesn't really get that much crazier. I mean, we do give um, we used to give Junior a lot of uh, a lot of shit because for the longest time he did not have his driver's license or a car uh, up until very recently, and um, you know his job was to stay awake. So like, because Brandon and I we would switch driving, mm-hmm. so Junior's job would be to stay awake. He stayed awake for Brandon, but he didn't stay awake for me. So I'm just alone. Everyone's asleep wow. in the car. And I was like, Shame. "Junior, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you so hard. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you right in the knee if you do not wake up." But then I was like, "You know what? I f-, and then I was like, you know what? I feel bad for them. So I'm just gonna drive. I'm gonna be happy and, and enjoy the moment and the match that I had, and then take the six-hour drive home and you know, just uh, just live with the fact that I was awake by myself." So. Yeah, I think this is. Cra- I I could be wrong. Like I could be, like I could like be. I mean, we tell a lot of like you know when you're when you're driving with with your with your buddies. Uh, you know, obviously, like it's a time when like it's a bonding time. You get close. You share personal stories. Yeah. So like you know you, you get that closest, but I wouldn't say like anything crazy. Like we've never hit a we've never hit an animal. We've never you know got stranded on the side of the road. Yeah. Never got pulled over. Um, yeah, so Brandon, fuck you for saying this question. So I feel like I let people down. But also, suck it because I just made it a detriment to you. So there you go. That means you just gotta have to ride in the car with me, Cody, because then there's just gonna be fucking stories. Because yeah. like, actually, okay, okay, yeah. So driving with Cody, driving with Cody, Brian, and Bridget. Um, I mean. I heard stories. I didn't see anything crazy. I mean, the craziest thing I saw was, like, another Ontario license plate. It was like, oh, we're from the same place. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm from there, too. Hi. We're best friends. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we got to do. We got to make a story. You and Cody in the car. We'll make some funny oh. stories. Like, you uh, know, I have to have my Wawa. Like, I don't know. Oh, okay, your gonna, Wawa. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go have I'm, some coffee. All right, we're gonna enjoy our coffee, coffee our new, my New York coffee way. Coffee, I'll get that coffee, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, you, you you say I remember you you um, 
you posted uh, you posted about this, and it was like, while we're or like, you know, what's your place to go? And yeah. I was like, I gotta go with Sheets because <laughs> like I'd only I only been so like, I for I only been to Walmart and Sheets once each. And I thought Sheets was better. I thought they had better coffee. I thought they had better. <laughs> I have food. to try it. I don't know. I have to. I have to try it. I talked about it with JT Zone. TJ Epics just like fucking fucked with me on Twitter recently about the. It was a whole fight. I told him that he's not going on my list of husbands because he was very mean to me about my Wawa coffee. So mm. fuck you, TJ. <laughs> You know, you know what? You know, I I will respect your choice because I feel like I'm not informed enough. I feel like once I do more trips to the states and I get a bit more exposure to both the sheets and both sheets and Wawa more, I I I might I might be swayed. I might be swayed, but for now my loyalty was with sheets. There you but go. I think there's also more sheets than there is Wawa, if I'm not mistaken. Because <laughs> I think Wawa is more of like. A Pennsylvania thing? It's like New Jersey. Pets. It's more south. Like so, for me, it's like when I go to Jersey to see all this amazing wrestling in Jersey, I have to get my fucking Wawa. Um, <laughs> Melissa says better than Seven Eleven car experience. Oh boy, don't even get me started. Bridget said waving at the boobs. Were you waving at boobs in the car or something like that? <laughs> or she's oh. waving at me? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's those. It's those. Um, I don't even know what they're called, but it's like those, like the rounded buildings. Um, and I think I can't. I think it was Brian who was, or I think it was Brian. I could be wrong. It was like, oh, those are boobs. I'm like, oh, look at boobs, <laughs> boobs. Uh, <laughs> I did like the. I, I whenever it comes to like anything, like sexual or anything, like I'll just I'll be I'll make that dumb like jock joke and be like <laughs> boobs <laughs> like i'll just do that just like to get a laugh people because like that is the complete opposite of who i am oh my uh, God. so i'll be like <laughs> penis <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a mess oh let's yeah. do some more fan questions because i got a couple uh the next one he's actually sent to uh our friend good cop bad cop uh he said that he was gonna listen back to his podcast he had to go do something but a uh, big supporter of the podcast he goes with mccray being an anagram of camera what is oh, the yeah, favorite that. picture that someone has ever taken of you wrestling <laughs> um you better say mine, no, like, <laughs> You better say mine of me with you guys with your damn shooting star press, no, I'm like, kidding. <laughs> good, that is a good photo. Um, uh, um, oh, I put him on the spot. Co- Cody, Cody just sent me a message about about a, a situation. Like, oh, no. we, t- we possibly talk about it later, but oh, um, anyway, favorite picture. Um, I've had a lot of good like there's there's a lot we have a lot of good photographers in um in 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 Ottawa and in like in Toronto like in this area. I think my favorite one is it's a it's a smaller promotion in Ottawa. It's um, Orleans Wrestling Alliance. Orleans is a is a suburb of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it was my fifth match ever. And um, the photographer got me. It was I was in the I did a cross body off the top, mm-hmm. and. Like, you can't see my face, you just see my body, and, like, I got such high... I'll see if, like, I mean, people can see... People can see me, right? Yeah. That's right? You're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, like, I'm gonna see... Oh, I, I have it on my phone, I'll pull it up, but... Oh, actually, here's another, um... Here's another <laughs> great photo. Um... Oh, did I... I think I scrolled too far, but... Oh, no, here it is. Here's another good photo, um... 
as me and that's uh, Frank Milano. Oh, that's cool. uh, we were tagging in a mm -hmm. match, and I was like, "This is a dope photo of like you know you know, the, the the bros showing up to that's a party. Awesome. Uh, you're like we're ready to we're ready to fuck shit up. Um, that one was also a good one. Uh, but yeah, let's see if I can find. Oh oh nope, that's a diff same promotion, different match. Uh, bu -bu -bu -bu. I forgot. Oh, actually, oh, wait, here's a here's a good one. Actually, <laughs> sorry, I you know what I forget. So here's actually me doing like the headstand. Move oh, that's on cool. The ropes. That's one, and actually, um, I love black we had white. a we had a meme page, an Ontario uh, wrestling memes page, mm -hmm. and they uh you know, they memed me. He's like when the girl says like, oh, uh, I want to get freaky tonight, and then it's me. <laughs> and that's the picture. <laughs> People are funny. There are people, people that are, are funny. You know what? There's some funny people out there. Ah, okay, here. So I thought, like, this one This one just looked... I think this one just looks, looks Oh, that really looks cool. cool. Yeah. I'm just like, me. It's like, oh my god, wee! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can play that. That one, I was good. Oh, okay, sorry. I have, a, I have another one. So, good cop, bad cop. You've now, like, you've, you've forced my hand into showing all these photos I have of me that I haven't looked at in forever, and I've taken several photos since... <laughs> but there's there's one photo I took that was like, um, and I, I memed it like for the for the pandemic, and uh, I thought it was just it was it was fitting it was perfect. Uh, it's like the ref the refs involved I the refs involved is me and my opponent. Um, I'm going to keep scrolling. Uh, do you want me to answer his while I'm scrolling? You want me to answer his other? Yes, let's anagram, do the other. Yeah, which is cool. As I, I've never had a question based off the anagram of my name. So, <laughs> yeah, he he uh, he does it to everybody that comes on this podcast. Um, so hey, his, his other one is uh, with Mark Ray Martin being an anagram of American Mart. What is your favorite star store or Mart in the USA? Ooh. Uh, you know what? My familiarity really only lies with with Walmart. So Walmart has to be my favorite. The thing is, though, I don't like Walmart that much. <laughs> either. So what, what else? There's Kmart. I don't think I've ever. I've never been to. I've never been to Kmart. Um, I I would always see it like for when WWE would advertise their toys. Yeah. I would always see it. So I'd be like, wow. I would love to go to Kmart. And I'm like, but we don't have Kmart in Canada. Aww. So, um, yeah, I guess, like, by default, I have to go with uh, with uh, Walmart. Okay. It's my favorite Mart. I'm sorry, good cop, bad cop. I feel like... No, it's good. He likes... He's, he's, he's fine with that. I know he will okay. be. Oh, you found right, the photo? I found the, sorry, right. I found the photo. Let's see it. So, this is, this is me uh, and Ben <laughs> Tall. Uh, so, I don't know if you can see, because it's part yeah. weird, but so, I'm playing Earth, that's me, as the Earth, uh, Ben Tall is 2020, laughing maniacally, uh, and then the ref, like, you can see the ref in the background, he was, like, super, like, scared and disturbed, I wrote, um, aliens from another planet watching from a safe distance. <laughs> These are why photos are so important, and all those guys, they're important to the business, too, because, you know, yeah, people... Exactly, like... exactly. That's funny, because I remember seeing that question, I remember seeing that question, and it was like, oh, I can think of one photo, and then just now, I was like, yeah. oh, wow! That's what happened. I actually have some dope photos. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, so I have another fan question. This one I think you're going to appreciate. It says, what role has hashtag Mama Hot Stepper played in your career? <laughs> I was like, oh, I love this. What, what, was that was that Mama Hot Stepper who asked that question? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi. I love you. Aww. You're great. Um. Well, she gave me life. I think that's the biggest one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's a big contributing factor to my success. Um, I just want to say, I'm having a great time right now. This is awesome. Um, but yeah, so Mama Hot Supper, you know, um, in all seriousness, uh, I think the one thing that I will never take for granted and be grateful for is her, and I will always be grateful for, is her support. Um, I know, like, talking to like other wrestlers and other people you know and you know you hear some stories from people saying oh you're not gonna make it it's like oh it's a one in a thousand chance oh you should get a real job blah 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 all these things my mom has never said it to me once the closest thing that she's had like when it comes to doubt was when i took her to her first ever wrestling show and like this before i started training like i was just working as like security at the time um and I think she saw, like, a, sup a superplex off the top rope. And then she just looks at me and goes, y you want to do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Um, and, uh, but no, since then, like, she's always been a supporter of me, um, whether it's promoting me, you know, streaming my matches on Facebook Live when she's in attendance, um, always is sharing my stuff, um, and like you know, as as a as great moms do, like you know, she's always there for me when I need someone. Um, if I need financial help, if I need a place to stay, um, no matter what it is, I can always count on Mama Hot Stepper uh, to be there for me, and she will always be my number one fan. Oh, I love that! Like I just. You know, I, I love that. There's always, like, questions, like, me and my friends always talk about in general, like, you know, like, girlfriends, boyfriends, you know, family, like, you know, sometimes you don't see them, like, and you're like, damn, like, do you not support, you know, that person? Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, this, you know, like, these humble moments, you know, like, they're wholesome, and I love this content, and I, I think that's amazing. I love those stories. I mean, I was laughing with TJ recently because he took his mom to that show where he died off the, the ladder, and he was like, yeah, I don't think she's going to come see me again. Um, you know, but <laughs> you guys yeah, give them the heart attack. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys give me a freaking heart attack with some of the stuff that you guys do. Like, I feel like I'm the mom to a lot of you guys, and it's like you guys make me nervous, and I'm like, damn, I'm coming with a med kit. For you guys like seriously <laughs> i think i mean i i don't know if he's gonna have kids now after that <laughs> job kick to like the job kick to the ladder to the now so i was like oh like you know what you know scale up the ladder hold on to the title have him power bomb you that's fine you climbing the ladder missing a swanton bomb through a table that's fine but you're dick <laughs> you're boss. yeah Dude, i hope you weren't playing to have the kids Hope, hope you weren't playing. I just, I just turned into I just turned into Matt Lee. What are you doing? Ha! Ha! Come on, buddy. Ha! Fun fact: uh, Matt Lee was uh, was along with Shane Hawk was my first trainer. So uh, I have a lot of love for Matt Lee. So uh, he's great. Shout out to Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. 2.0. They're Aww, great. That's so great. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I mean, again, TJ's nuts. But at the same time, I'm like, I again, 
nothing but respect for him. And uh, I would love to run our, our match back because, like, yeah. he's crazy, I'm crazy. You bring that together and you have wrestling. Yes. So, <laughs> Cody, book uh, <laughs> that. Um, so, anyway, uh, we're going to move on because I have, like, a fun question that I've been doing with everybody that's been coming onto this podcast because I just want to spread the positivity into the world of wrestling because we got too much negativity. Spread it. So. Spread it wide. I love it. I love it. So. Has there been any moments that you would love to share with us that sticks out to you? Something that maybe you've done for a fan, maybe a fan's done for you, maybe a fellow wrestler, something positive that just sticks out and screams in your head. Oh, that's a, oh, I feel like I have to narrow it down now because there's a lot, like, I, I feel like I've had a lot of those moments and I've been very grateful for them. Um, I... I think like when I got into into wrestling, the thing that I underestimated was the fan engagement and the yeah. and like the impact that we have on fans. Um, I know for me, like my characters definitely appealed a lot more to to a younger audience, and you know, like there's I, there was one match, like same promotion, like with the cool crossbody picture, um, Orleans Wrestling Alliance. Um, I was in a rumble, which I ended up winning. And my mom was Facebook living it, and literally the whole time you can hear this little girl just go, "Go McCray, go McCray, go McCray!" Like, throughout the whole thing. And like after the show, like I came out, and like all of these kids just came up and like were cheering me and giving me hugs. And I was like, "Wow, this is so cool!" And you know, I've done like shows around Valentine's Days, and they've made me like little Valentine's Day cards. Like I have like I have a I have a folder full of like anything like. Um, fans have made me um but uh actually speaking of things that fans made me uh you're familiar with matt d'angelo he yeah. wears my figure uh, figure right there i don't know if it oh it's not plugged in right now but that, there's a light that turns oh, on oh that's cool um, you know i i you know what i'm gonna be honest i have this microphone i actually don't know if it works this is the thing my my mom bought me like this cool like the ring light setup, and it yeah. came with a microphone kind of plugged in I actually don't know if it works. Like, I don't know if there's any, is there any difference. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep it anyway. I feel more professional when I have it. I feel like a, You're giving a away. Cabin. You're giving away your secrets. <laughs> it's like, it's like. Oh, but now you can hear me. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm back. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Like this is the first. This is the first time I'm trying it out. So I was like, I actually wasn't sure if this was actually gonna I'm, work. I'm done. <laughs> I, oh my god. Well, you know what, mom? Thanks anyway. I have the ring light set up, so it's making me look nice. Uh, but you know, against the microphone. And oh, <laughs> uh, um, okay. Anyway, um. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it's like the fans have been great. I'm gonna do a selfish one for 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 me. Um, this happened recently. This happened in my trip to the states. Uh, so I think ba- I think this was back in August or early September. Um, I did an interview um, with uh, Rewind Recap Live um, with uh, Jonah as the podcaster. He's, he's I think he's in the New York area as well, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, we did an interview, uh, and I was joined with uh, Dirty Dango, and so like he, he he does this thing where um, you know he gets 
a wrestler of you know a, a longer tenure and like a newer up and comer who like the characters share some personalities and obviously like Dirty Dango and myself mm-hmm. dancing characters, um, and so uh, it was really cool like. Uh, Kurt, he's like a huge, he's a down-to-earth guy. Like he is super nice. Uh, I really enjoyed my interactions with him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I go down to the states, I'm on the Immortal Show that mm-hmm. he's also on, and so I and I was like, oh my god, I can't wait! Like I'm actually gonna meet him. And um, he uh, like he's walking, like he gets in the building, he's just walking by, like you know he he's been on a long flight, so he's just kind of walking to put his stuff down. He sees me and he's like, "Hot stuff here?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" It's like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "Oh, I I um uh, I came to the states for to do a couple shows and um yeah, so I'm here now." And so uh, it was cool. He's like, he knew I was from Ottawa because we talked about it. Apparently, he has a story of why he's not allowed back in Ottawa. I he has yet to tell me that story, but hopefully, I'll get the the juicy gossip on that eventually. <laughs> um, but what? Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I thought I like as soon as I kept doing that, I just felt more stupid. So we're gonna keep talking. Uh, nice weather we're having. By the way, hi Azalea. Hi Azalea. I had a fake microphone this whole time. Uh, anyway, so uh, getting to meet. Uh, Kurt and you know, get a picture with him and, and talk to him after like meeting on this podcast and then meeting in person like it was cool that our paths crossed like that so that was really that was a really cool moment for me that like I didn't expect to happen yeah. so I, I I really enjoyed that as like as a for a personal as a personal like as a fan yeah like, that was a cool moment for me those are fun those those are always cool moments that's why i always tell people like go meet your favorite wrestlers go talk to them like you guys love it yeah people. that that was one thing i used to get like nervous now i'm not now i throw all my friends under the bus when they tell me that they're nervous of meeting somebody i'm the worst um so like, if you know no, no wrestler no <laughs> i'll meet you Oh, I've done yo, it. Yo, I'm, I'm the queen. Get over here. I'm, I'm the queen. Get over here. I you think know, the best was... Uh, yeah, beck and call. <laughs> Listen, that's just how it goes. I've had that that I've been walking around and, like, wrestlers just come up to me and hug me and they're like, how? And I'm like, what do you mean how? I was like, everybody knows me. They've probably been on the podcast or they see me at shows. I was like, yeah, they're going to come say hi. So, you know, if you guys are nervous to meet your favorite wrestlers, come find me. I got you. And I think we lost internet connection with again. Are you there? Did we lose you? Yeah, I think we lost him again. He's going to be writing a very angry letter to his internet provider today after this podcast. I mean, I had two more questions for him. Hopefully we get him back. At least he's smiling very nice on the pod. Oh. Uh, yeah, we lost him again. It was the mic. I think I think we solved the mystery. Don't tell the story about how you used my child as icebreaker to say hi- oh yeah, let's not let's not talk about that. <laughs> Listen, if they're on the list of husbands, we use a child to break the barrier of hot wrestler or whatever. Um, good cop back up says I'm still nervous. I pushed my kids up front first. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know, like um, the microphone broke his internet. 
that's how it is so that's too funny uh let's see what else what's up good cop bad cop you're too funny i love that we got all those uh yeah so if you're watching this on audio uh well listening to this on audio make sure you go back on to the video version so you can see those photos because we were talking about that as well um he's back <laughs> are you writing angry letter to your provider <laughs> i'm i am i am seething seething of all the times of all the times it's okay for this to be happening it's okay don't worry all right it's so you okay. know what I, we're I, gonna I, I, we're gonna deem down to two questions since the internet's okay, being okay. a butt okay um so what are some of your goals for 2022 yes uh you know it's it's hard to it's right now it's hard to manifest a wrestling goal just because uh i don't know when wrestling will be back because of the latest restrictions in canada mm -hmm. um however if wrestling comes back i would love to go back to the states uh, i had a wonderful time there um and i really would want to do a long like a longer period of time yeah uh or do do more weekends like you know maybe once a month um as long as you know airport as long as uh airport border security isn't like yo what are you doing i'm like i'm i just wear tights because i'm weird like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going there doing weird shit don't have to question it um oh my god well hopefully uh you know we get uh you know the borders to open up and all that fun stuff exactly exactly sorry you heard me just go Oh, no. <laughs> Do we lose the connection again? He's just having one of those. <laughs> we'll give him another second. Um, you know, maybe, maybe it's just not meant to be today. <laughs> like, it happens. Um, we lose him again. Poor guy. I feel bad. So, yeah. Yep, we lost him again. He knew it. He called it. Bridget, you're always welcome at our place. Yeah, we need to see him more. I definitely love to, um, you know, see him more down here. Maybe we can get him to AC. Uh, that would be a shit show. More NFW, more other promotions. Uh, I'd love to see that. I love how he's, like, frozen with his mouth open. <laughs> like, well, let's see. If anything, we'll get him. We'll get him back. Poor guy. So, um, let's see. I'm just reading everything into the chat right now. Uh, we'll give him another second, and then, like, if anything, you know, like we'll end. We'll end the podcast. You know, we'll have him come back like another time. We'll get him backstage at another show. Hopefully, uh, you know. Canada opens up that he can come back down you know so uh let me know like in the chat if you guys are watching this later please feel free let me know if there's anybody that you would like me to try to get onto this podcast I mean I, I always I have a crazy list uh I'm slowly working on I'm trying to add more podcasts more interviews more panels I'm, I've been trying working really hard and then even with the backstage stuff that I do at um h2o hopefully chaotic will be added uh i talked to jt dunn about that a little bit as well um so hopefully i'll be backstage uh for that hopefully soon if this cold ever goes 
uh, you know, got Invictus coming up. We've got uh, Atlantic City coming up. Hammerstein. There's a lot of great things uh, coming up in wrestling. So, you know, make sure you go and support your local indies. Um, I don't know. We're going to try one more time. If anything, then we'll just, like, call it on to that. If, uh, let's try him one more time. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. Man. All right. It's like telling you, like, uh, you know, we're going to come to a wrap. So, you know, we're going to wrap off. We're going to leave this off with one final question. Okay. Um, let's, let's do it. Okay. Let's so it. I love to give it to all those, you know, inspiring and amateur wrestlers out there. What's a piece of advice you would give them to try to get into the business or starting out or any kind of advice? Yes. Uh, I think going back to what I said earlier is that you can't teach effort. So my thing is, you know, if you're in training, go to shows, go help set up, be ring crew, uh, be security, help take the ring down, network, talk to the other vets. Because the more connections you build now before you even step into the ring, the more matches you're going to have just within your first year. So I think that's the biggest thing. And also, you know, at the end of the day, like if you're just starting out as, as a wrestler, have fun. At the end of the day, that is what's important. Put the egos aside. You know, remember just you're doing this because you want to. This is your dream. Have fun with wrestling. That's great, great advice. We're still alive. We're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, we're not gonna push it so um well i hope canada like opens back up for you you know soon so that we can see you and you know hopefully some matches over there you know like the world come on now like can we get better please i'm tired of it i need to go see wrestling um and go see you i need to friends. wrestle yes <laughs> you need to wrestle and i need to come see you wrestle pretty much so mm -hmm. uh you know and i'm waiting for that rematch with you and uh teach so um yeah, and then, and then he's still not getting onto the husband list. Sorry, TJ. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, tell everybody where they can follow you uh, to show support and all that fun stuff. You can follow me and support me by being the best version of yourself. <laughs> also, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm at the Hot Stepper PW. Um, I'm in the process of working on merch links uh, to a pro wrestling tea shop uh, that will be coming in the near future. Um, and, yeah, stay safe, everybody. Uh, and uh, thank you for those who tuned in. Thank you for your questions. Uh, thank you for putting up with my shitty internet provider. <laughs> uh, you know, thank – want to – hold on. Okay, want to thank – I'm going to make this like – I'm gonna make it like an award. This is this is a cool. Um, this is from my late father. Um, it's a cool. He got it. Uh, can't remember what the thing was he got it at. Oh, I'm already forgetting. But it was like a cool African uh, tribe ceremony thing. So I'm gonna hold it like an instant award. Uh, I want to thank. Uh, I want to thank. Uh, you know Tiffany. You know Queen of the Indies. Uh, I would not be on this podcast if it weren't for her. But, you know, shout out to you. <laughs> Uh, thank you, thank you to Cody Jenny for just you know being an amazing person and uh, you know bringing me back to the states. Uh, fuck you, Thomas the Duke. Um, you know, thank you, Mama Hot Supper. All right, good night. Oh no, I love it. Uh, Bridget <laughs> said you'll hear his chop. Yes, his chops are very loud, very serious. Oh, you yes. killed. If you go to my Instagram page, I have two videos of chops on there. I'm gonna add a third one. 
tonight actually because i have another good chop video Oof, so. i swear i felt i felt for dylan so bad after that <laughs> chop I, I was like he just killed my boy i was like he just murdered the shit out of him so you know what's really funny about that clip of me chopping Dylan is that if you listen closely, you can hear Bridget in the background going, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> yes. Yeah, guys, if you haven't watched that match, please, please go back. It's on the NFW YouTube page. Go at, go watch that three way. <coughs> you can watch Cody throw a towel at me, <clears throat> literally, because I'm like straight and center. Uh, that was that was a great show. There was aliens involved. There, I'm just definitely go check it out it was it was a good time um so with that being said i'm gonna wrap up this podcast before we lose mark cray again um <laughs> tomorrow guys join me uh 8 p.m eastern time nick wayne's coming on i can't wait to chat with him it's he, it's gonna be did, a great time what's the thing he does he does like, <laughs> is it that is it that is it that the thing he does i don't know nick wayne's dope he's, he, he, he's nick wayne's still. dope i, I just what's, is that the hand he's thing good, he does? I don't I don't he's a good kid um yeah, yeah. so definitely check it oh my god i can't thank you enough for coming on here you know i hope oh, you know you. thank and, you for I'm, having me this of was course. A lot of fun. I'm, I'm so glad I'm, i had a lot of fun with you uh and again like i really hope the borders open soon so i can see you again hopefully soon uh i gotta get you down to a gcw weekend with all the craziness with Whoa. us uh it'll be I, i'm crazy. looking forward to that That's so sure. it'll be it'll be a good time so uh canada stop your shit and like open up already and with this fucking covid crap uh like let's let's get serious so but let's for now hey guys uh thank you again for tuning in you know stay safe support independent wrestling i love you guys have a good night i'll talk to you soon bye bye